This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 81, recorded April 5th, 2007. Hello and welcome to Transformers Week in Review. It transforms into the mighty chicken. Though I think the question is not whether we want to see a Transformer that turns into a rubber ducky, but a rubber ducky that has a Transformer head on it. This wonderful donation to Alcoholics Anonymous was brought to you by the Transformers. This is Matrix Prime signing off. This is Beta saying goodnight and good luck. Hello and welcome to Transformers Week in Review. I am Jesse slash Matrix Prime and I am joined by Spada. Spada! Hi guys. Yo. Welcome to the show. Yes. Uh, we had a week hiatus. Well, technically we didn't, but uh, <laughs> we had a special show for you guys last week. Yeah, episode two of the GoBots podcast is coming up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we thought you guys would get a kick out of that. We were wondering, oh, can we do something for, uh, for April Fool's? And yeah, GoBot podcast, why the hell not? And we're recording early because of Easter on Sunday, so... Yeah, we'll be at our respective families doing things. Eating candy. <laughs> candy! Candy! Jelly beans. Lots uh, and lots of jelly beans. Yeah, and we're trying to compress some news from last week with some news from this week, so... Yeah, and it's a it's a giant crap fest, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, we've just got so much news that we've got to cover, and it'd be next to impossible for us to cover over the weekend, given how busy we're going to be this weekend, so we're doing yes. it early. Yes, with that said, story one. Transformers movie TV spots. With the promotion of the upcoming movie gearing up, we are treated with two, yes, two, new TV spots. The first, entitled Destiny, gives us a detailed look at part of Bumblebee's transformation, and we also get a look at Starscream's transformation uh, as he's in mid-flight at the Hoover Dam. Uh, the second is entitled Hidden, and shows us the early stages of the Optimus Prime transformation, a partial frenzy transformation, a frozen Megatron, and a more detailed look at the blackout transformation from the earlier trailer. I want to start by saying that several people, and I mean several <laughs> people at work, I'm talking like 20 to 30 people at where I work, they know I wear Transformers t-shirts. I just do. <laughs> I have been stopped in the hall multiple, multiple times since these started airing this past week. And every one of them has said, that movie is going to kick ass. Yup. My parents are even excited to see it. My, I, <laughs> little self-history here. When I was six, in 1980, went for my sixth birthday in 1986, my dad took me to see Transformers the movie. Yay! He saw it on TV. Soon as he was done, he got up, according to my mom, he got up, walked across to the phone, and called me right away and asked me if I wanted to go see it with him. <laughs> and he said, it looks like it's going to be good. And I had to tell him that it's three, still three months away, <laughs> but I would be happy to see it when, with him when it comes out. Yes. Now, what did you think of these trailers? Uh, well, the first one here, entitled Destiny... That... That what? And which one? That one was the one with... with Bumblebee. Mostly okay. Bumblebee. I, I like the fact that we got to see a bunch more of Bumblebee. Uh, From the crotch down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we did see a little bit of the transformation uh, from like the front end of the vehicle mm -hmm. as he started to go. Oh, but the Starscream transformation, while it looked cool, if you do a, a freeze frame and slow it down and look at the individual frames themselves, it looks like they cheated during the transformation to me. I didn't see thousands of moving parts there. He was a jet, and he's mostly and then robot. He was a gorilla. <laughs> well, then he was a gorilla. Yeah. But I, I do have to admit, that was very cool. We did not hear the transforming sound. Yeah. Which I was very surprised at. I, I'm wondering if this is even in the movie. I think yeah. everyone that saw it during the uh, uh, Toy Fair little whatever that was. Fanwank. I think everyone was bullshitting. <laughs> Fanwank! <laughs> I call Fanwank. No. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. These are just trailers. And 
who knows? Maybe it, maybe this is still early footage, but it looked pretty darn finished to me. <laughs> well, at least, those, at least those scenes. Yeah. All right, now this, the second one here, entitled Hidden. Uh, we saw a little bit of Optimus Prime. And I, I have to admit, you remember that one picture we saw a while back where it showed a Prime on a hill and a truck at the bottom? Yes. And it was shot at night, and I said, I bet that's where he <laughs> scans it. Yes. I called it. Yes, he did. And I wasn't the only one who called it. (laughs) You stole it from someone else. It was original thought, really. (laughs) But we did see a little bit of the transformation there, though I think we did see a bit more in the uh, first trailer. Yeah. Uh, But we did get to see Frenzy transforming here. And he's a little (laughs) boombox. And oh my god, that is a a very, very complicated transformation. Yes. (laughs) I don't want to be the animator working on that. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, okay, Phil. Here, you have to go from this to this. Uh, what do you think? And then his head explodes. Now, how long do you think it took for that, that guy to animate that? Or the team that of people to animate took, that? That probably <laughs> took at least a week to render. <laughs> Not just to render, I'm talking about animating itself. Oh my god, I, I can't even think about it. <laughs> I... I am so not an artist that I can't <laughs> yeah. even wrap my head around it. Yeah, I'm no artist either, so... <laughs> but that must have been insane. Lots of coffee for them. Tons of coffee. <laughs> uh, now, we also got to see a, a frozen Megatron. Yes. And... Now, this is the first time he, we've seen Megatron, right? In any yes. of these trailers? And his head looked a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Uh, maybe it was just the camera angle. Probably. <laughs> uh, but other than that, uh, the only other thing we saw was Blackout. Which, okay, we've seen that little section of transformation enough already. Yeah, but this was a bit more detailed. Yeah, a little bit more detailed. Yeah. Now, I finished reading the prequel novel. As did I. And I gotta say that if the uh, the characterization and personality of this character in the movie is anything like the book... It's going to be awesome. Yes, I'm, I'm so in love with this character. <laughs> it, out of the Decepticons, he is my favorite. Yes. And the way they portrayed Scorponok was very interesting. Yes. Um, should we spoil? Do a little spoiler? Uh, you can spoil if you want. Spoiler! 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 <laughs> Fast forward a couple of seconds. Yeah. In, um, in the book, at the very end of the book, they said that Scorponok is actually a robotic symbiote that is kind of part of Blackout. Yep. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. It's a neat idea. <laughs> I guess. That explains why Scorponaut looks like ass in robot <laughs> mode, but <laughs> I, I still understand the helicopter and uh, a scorpion, but Hey, in the book he was some kind of scorpion esque thing, so maybe he just didn't yeah. take a earth form. Uh I guess. Maybe. Anyway. I just want to see the um, movie. <laughs> yeah. Blackout in the book, great character. Hope he retains that feel. Absolutely. Shall we go on to story number two? Story two! Have fun with the this guy's name. <laughs> From the mouth of that guy playing Sam Winwicky <laughs> and the other and and other movie details. It took the cheap way out. Yes, I did. <laughs> in an interview with Dark Hor- DarkHorizons.com, Shia, last name I can't pronounce, the actor portraying Sam Wiki shares some details about the movie. Actor's name I can't pronounce claims that the movie will run about two and a half hours and that it has 20 action sequences. In comparison, he states that Spider-Man 3 only has about five. Lastly, Shia also states that the reps from ILM have told him personally that they have never worked on anything like this. In other news, it has officially been confirmed by IGN that Keith David will voice Barricade in the movie. Keith has ap- appeared in the Gargoyles cartoon as Goliath, as well as Justice League Unlimited, Justice League, Teen Titans, and another Michael Bay movie, Armageddon. He's also the voice of the guy from Join the Navy commercials from about a year ago. Yes, that's where I recognize his voice from. Yes. <laughs> I knew I knew it from somewhere. And if you're a, an X-Play fan, it's join the motherfucking Navy. <laughs> All right, so about a two and a half hour movie. 
holy crap, that's going to be a long time. Yeah, that seems... Seems a bit long to me. Now, if I rem- he said that giant robots can't fight for no reason whatsoever. There has to be build up to it, and I'm like, I'm thinking, um, have you even seen the cartoon? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever watched Gundam? <laughs> um, giant robots don't need a reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, now that we have a prequel novel out. And it's supposed to tell all this story that's taking place before the movie. How much backstory do you think they're going to include in the movie? I've thought about that. I don't know. That's that's a really good question. I Obviously, they have to mention something about Sector 7 and about Iceman. Yes. Which is what Megatron was called in the book. Yes. But I would guarantee that there's going to be no mention by the Transformers of Ghost 1. I, I hope not. <laughs> I I would be very surprised if there was. But there would be no point, because you lose half the audience. They're like, what's this Ghost 1 everybody's talking about? Exactly. And only the people who read the book would understand. Unless there's like a brief mention and a real short backstory on it, I, I don't see him including it at all. Or maybe it's on a plaque somewhere in memory of, of Ghost 1 or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, I I hope not. Yeah, me too. Uh, but that any- was just kind of there. <laughs> uh, uh, he also states there's going to be 20 action sequences. That's that's a lot of action. <laughs> and that Spi- is a lot of action. <laughs> and Spider-Man only had five? The original Spider-Man? No, no, this is Spider-Man 3. Oh, it is Spider-Man 3. Yeah, he stated in Spider-Man 3 there are going to be about five. Okay. Which makes sense. Spider-Man actually doesn't have that many action sequences. Or if he does, some of them are short. Now, I obviously haven't seen (laughs) Spider-Man 3, so... But 20? Damn. It's a Michael Bay movie. That's true. (sighs) I mean, I, I saw The Island. That had like 10 major... or I'd say maybe 8 minor action sequences, and then like three really, really big ones. Now, how long was that movie? Uh, it was about almost an hour and twenty, uh, about an hour and a half. Damn. <laughs> so, I mean, we're we're in for a ride. I really think we're in for a ride. My only problem is two and a half hours? That's a long movie. I agree. And I think that's where the second Pirates of the Caribbean movie went wrong. I think it was too long and too drawn out. Well, the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie was long. It was long, but... It was entertaining. Yeah, it didn't get boring. Now, I have not seen the second one. I'm actually waiting to see the second one and then go right into the third. Ah, now see, I I saw the second one in the theater. I own it on DVD now. But when I saw it at the theater, I I caught myself looking at my watch wondering when this was going to be over. Yeah. I'm hoping that's not the case with the Transformer movie. I really hope so. Yes. And I'm wondering if by action sequences he means just the robots standing around scratching their heads. <laughs> I hope not. Because that could be an action. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a Michael Bay action, though. Okay, so they scratch their head and a barrel nearby explodes. Ah. And there's a car chase. Yes, and then there's a car chase. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, we also have a confirmation of Keith David voicing Barricade. Good yes. choice? Very, very good choice. Um, he also voiced Spawn in the HBO animated series. Ah. Uh, I love this guy. I think this guy is a great choice for this character. And if he retains the same caricature as in the book... I think it's going to be very good. I agree. Um, I'm I'm very pleased with that voice actor. I, I really like his work. As long as we're talking about the uh, the characters from the books, uh, throw out a little, another little spoiler here. What did you think of the audio, Autobots characterization? I actually thought they were the weakest. <laughs> uh, Prime was Prime. Exactly. It's very difficult to fuck up Prime. He, he seemed a bit green in the fighting. 
Yeah. But he was definitely prime. Bumblebee, I liked. Yeah, I, and, thought, I thought Bumblebee was pretty spot on for what I had imagined for the character. And he didn't talk because, well, as they stated in the book, <laughs> Megatron ripped out his vocal thing. Yeah. He pretty much, from the way they, they've they talked about it and from what I've understood in the comic, he just kind of reaches down and rips it out. Yeah. Now, Ratchet can bring uh, the Autobots back from the dead. Yeah, But he can't apparently. fix uh, Bumblebee's voice box? Well, they said he couldn't... Because Bumblebee was so small, he couldn't find one. Oh. That's what they said in the book. They said they couldn't find one. That's and I'm cheap. sitting here thinking, Jesus Christ, this is Ratchet we're talking about. <laughs> Can now, you make one? I have to admit, Ratchet, I think, was well done. Yes. And Jazz, by the end of the book, was much better. In the beginning, I thought he was just really... He reminded me more of Hound than a jazz. Yeah. But then by the end, he was kind of this weird amalgamation between jazz, <laughs> cliff jumper, and bumblebee. Or no, just jazz <laughs> and, cliff, and jumper. cliff jumper. Yeah. Ironhide? And Ironhide? <laughs> I'm not really sure where they got him from. Yeah. His caricature was just off <laughs> off i yeah. mean it it wasn't even close to ironhide that yeah. we all know and love maybe they're trying for something different <laughs> I, I, i'm up for something different but he, he didn't even have that grizzled warrior feel no he just felt kind of there uh, maybe the author just didn't have a clue or that <laughs> All and, right. Mo- hey, question for you. Yo. Did Frenzy ever speak in the book? Uh, Do you remember? Uh, yeah, he he spoke. Like, just saying, okay, that sort of thing. Uh, yes, he did speak. He yeah. did speak. I think he has, like, three lines in the entire book. I don't recall how many lines, but I know he did speak, yes. I know he had, I, know, I distinctly remember him saying one thing. And that was to Starscream. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time I remember him actually talking. I think there was maybe a few other times, but... I don't remember. Yeah, other than that, it wasn't many. It, I was surprised at how quickly that book moved. Yeah. That was a very, very fast read. Yeah, well, it was only 286 pages, right? Still, I mean, I've read <laughs> some of uh, R.S. Salvatore's stuff is only 200-some pages, and it's a lot harder to read those than it was this. <laughs> Hell, S.D. Perry, from the um, from the Resident Evil books and Alien books fame, is a lot is harder to read than this guy was. <laughs> Hell, Harry Potter's harder, harder to read than this. <laughs> anyway. Can we move on now? Yes. Uh, All we're right. We're going to move on to... Um, to my favorite story this week. Yeah. Yeah, uh, favorite. Yeah, the BotCon exclusives revealed. Uh, this year's set, entitled The Games of Decepticon, will feature five figures, and these figures include, and I called it, Dreadwind, Thrust, Dirge, Thundercracker, and Bugbite. The price of the set is $279 for club members and $329 for non members. <laughs> People, these are classic Thrust, classic Dirge, and classic Thundercracker. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> God, motherfucking damn it! Oh shit, bull, fuck, crap! <laughs> Why? Uh, because they knew they were gonna sell. <laughs> oh! Those fucking turd knockers. Yes, I just came up with that on my own. <laughs> oh my god. It, I'm not the only one pissed off about this. I mean, if you looked at any board, <laughs> any of them, yeah. our forms, TFW2005, AllSpark, T-Fans, every single one of them was like, great, shit. <laughs> every single, all the, the community fans are Pissed. 
I mean, thrust dirge at Thundercracker. Fuck, just give it to them in stores. <laughs> They're ten, what, $12 figures? Times three is what, 36 Yep. Plus a $10 Bumblebee redo. <laughs> or a $12 Bumblebee redo. Uh, better yet, I'm going to use KB Toys prices. <laughs> okay. $15 for the first, for the last four. Okay. 15 times 4. What is that? 60? Yep. Plus a $25 figure for Dreadwind, which is probably a repaint of Jetfire. Yeah, yeah. What does that come to? 75? 85. 85. (laughs) 85. Even at KB Toys prices... I am not paying $329, no matter how badly I want them. For another $100, for another $100 I could have a fucking Xbox 360. Premium, not elite. <laughs> for that price, I could have a very good video card. I could have a hard drive. I could have a myriad of other things. Fuck you, Hasbro. <laughs> and Master Collector. Oh yeah, them too. <laughs> Uh, so then you won't be buying these then, huh? No, I <laughs> fucking won't. You know, you could always become a club member and get the discount. That's a 40 bucks I'm spending anyway. <laughs> I know, but I thought I'd, I'd throw that in. You know what? $85 a figure, that's almost, for 329 for non-members, that's almost four times their <laughs> shelf value. Four times! I could have an army of seekers for that <laughs> amount of money. I could just buy them off the shelf, repaint them myself. In fact, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I am going to go to fucking Toys R Us. I'm going to buy I'm going to buy a Starscream and two Ramjets, and I am going to repaint them myself. And I guarantee you, it will come out better than whatever they produce. I don't know. What if they give us some remolded parts? Okay, remolded <laughs> feet wings for thrust and dirge. Yep. You know how I could do that for thrust? I could just go cannibalize my Armada Sk- Skywarper ramjet or one of them. I'll just go cannibalize that. Just have giant VTOL fan thingies on the legs. Besides, it's an Armada figure. Just jump on eBay. Five <laughs> bucks. Done. Yeah. For dirge, just a little bit of sculpty putty, done. Repaint, done. Bug bite, uh, I don't even know what that guy's going to look like. <laughs> Who the hell is bug bite anyway? I can't... I don't know. Bug bite, bug bite, bug bite. It definitely wasn't a cartoon character. <clears throat> was it a... Was it a figure? I don't know. Bug bite... I haven't heard of it uh, prior to this story, so... Oh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm not seeing... He was... Oh, you know what he was? He was a Gobot. Ah. He was a Renegade. He was the Volkswagen Bug. Super. That's where he came from. Because Hasbro now owns Gobots. So the Gobots are infiltrating Bacon, huh? Yeah. They're they're preparing for Gobacon. As the... Yeah, preparing for (laughs) Gobacon. (laughs) Alright, you know what? I challenge our listeners out there to go find line art for these figures. I know it's out there. I'm not sure where you're going to get it from. But if if anyone can find line art, grab it and repaint it and just color it in to be Dreadwing, Thrust, Dirge, Thundercracker, and Bug Bite. I want to see what our community comes up with. Uh, someone on the Allspark did post a picture of the Dreadwind. Well, he found the line art for it. I think he just... I'm I'm sure you could just scan it from the directions. Yeah, probably. But I'm asking our, our forum members out there to go find it if you can, and then just repaint it to how you think these guys should look. I want to see what our, cl- what our 
member, what our forum, what our members, what our listeners come up with, and then we'll compare those to what is actually produced by Master Collector. Go. And I bet our and I bet our and our bet our folks are going to come up with vastly superior stuff. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> not the listeners, the the other people. Yeah, we know what you meant. Yes. And I'm not planning on buying these either, so. No, no. <laughs> not at the 329 price or the uh, astronomical uh, eBay aftermarket price. Yeah, bend over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for two of these, I could buy a I could buy a PS3. <laughs> yep. Okay, must return to happy place. Must return to happy place. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on to story number four. Yeah. Capped Megatron. No biggie. Or give me a stock and a silencer. People are starting to get their MPO5 Megatrons here in the U.S., and Valkyrie Exchange of the Macross World Forums has posted pictures of his figure, which he ordered from Hobbylink Japan. The images show a small, yellowish-orange plastic plug, which was inserted into the barrel of the figure without the use of glue, which allows for easy removals for those of us here in the West. At this time, there aren't any reports of what other online retailers have used for the plug, or what this means, or what or by what means they use to attach it. In other news, JustToys.com has released an image announcing that they will be releasing a stock and silencer for the figure, and that and that there will be there will contain. Jesus Christ, Matrix! What did you type here? And that there will be metal parts in the stock and silencer. And that these. And that the yeah. <laughs> All I of was it. just looking at the notes, and I see I saw that I left out the S. Oops! And the images of that can be found at AC Toys Forums. Well, it's all over the place now. (laughs) Oh, and just going back to the BotCon exclusive thing. Do we have? There was something on the yes. There was something on the AC Toy Forums of a possible Thundercracker figure that didn't look like Thundercracker at all. It it had to be fan made. I'm just throwing that out. I think that was confirmed as being fan made. Yes. Yeah. It. It. There's no way it was. You. It looked like it had. It was made with acrylic paint. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I have not gotten my MPO5 Megatron. I was just going to ask you that. It is on its way though. Now I. I canceled mine. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> as I was Sorry saying, I I canceled mine, so you're going to be the only one getting one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I very much want to see how much the stock and silencer are. I'm very interested in picking those up. Uh, are you now? Yes, I really like that idea of having a perfect Megatron. Yeah, and if he... those, hey, if the stock and silencer can come apart and form a big ass cannon like the <laughs> like the original toy, I'm happy. Even though it's a aftermarket third party. Even though. Okay. Hey, Unicron.com, their uh, Unicron stand was awesome. Hey, I've got it, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a great... It was great. Um, not from what I've seen about Replorables. Their quality is iffy, but I haven't bought anything from them. This is just third-hand. But, you know, hey, I'll wait until I see some... I'll wait until some people review it, and then I'll buy it. Maybe. I mean, if it's like if it's like twenty, thirty dollars, okay, I'll get it. If it's a hundred dollars, um, no. Now, when I wrote these show notes up, I hadn't read any other reports of of uh, people getting the the Megatron figure from other retailers. Have you read anything? No, I haven't heard anything. Uh, I know Big Bad Toy Store just got a hold of it this week. I'm just wondering what what they're gonna do uh, for the plugs. I don't know. Um, what? We're just going to have to wait. I really want to thank Scott Hards. That's the guy who runs and created Hobbylink Japan for doing what he did. Or what they did. It's just a simple plug with a piece of what looks like either plumber's tape or electrical tape around it just to make sure it fits. Yep. And it's easily removable. Awesome. <laughs> I just... Thank you. Uh, so when are you expecting your uh, figure to arrive here? Yeah, it got it shipped. I want to say on Monday, I think. Hold on here. 
I know my credit card has been charged. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Do, 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 do. The 31st, so Friday. It was charged on Friday, and it was okay. shipped on Friday. Okay. So it's very possible I could have it tomorrow. Oh, that fast, huh? Yeah, their their SAL shipping has been, the last couple of times, has only been about a week. Cool. Which is very, very cool. Mm, though it does have to go through customs. Mm, I think it'll be okay. Okay. Um, I haven't heard any reports of it not being okay. Uh, not that it wouldn't be okay. It just might be uh, slowed down a little bit in the uh, shipping. I I don't know. I hey, I once put in like a uh, hundred fifty dollar order, and they got it to me within three days. Wow! And it was just SAL shipping. Cool. So, <laughs> I mean, Hobby Link Japan. Yeah, you pay a little bit more in shipping, but they've got decent prices, and it's very easy to deal with them. Now, I know they're currently sold out of the Megatron, correct? Yes, that is correct. Do you know of any other stores that currently have any in stock? BBTS, BBT Toy Store did, but as soon as the pre, as soon as soon it went up, it went out. <laughs> um, that's the thing. Those are the only two stores that I know of. Just I know Just at Toys had some for a little bit, but this is a very, very high-priority figure for a lot of people. I mean, next to the Prime, the Starscream went kind of quick, but there were still leftovers. Yeah. And another thing is, we're also in the middle of con season. So That's true. if if you can get to a con and get into a dealer's room quickly, you should be okay. Yep. You should be able to snag one or two. So, if not, I don't know. Hit eBay. <laughs> or, yeah. Or there's always eBay. Yeah. All right, should we move on? Story number four. Five. Yes, our last story. Uh, more yes. titanium's coming. Uh, thanks to S.D. Tessman? Yes. I guess. <laughs> of the 2005 boards, with confirmation of five, yes, five, uh, new six-inch titanium figures. The figures are listed as Shockwave, Cosmos, Bumblebee, RC, and War Within Brawl. Uh, there's no release dates listed with these figures, but they should be hitting stores within the next few months if they are already in the Walmart computer systems at this time. So... They'll be announced at BotCon. <sighs> Definitely. Yeah. Because we still they have... They should be on display there, yeah. Yeah, they should be on display there, definitely. Because um, I just saw Titanium Starscream for the first time in one of the in my local Walmart. Um, I didn't buy him because I don't care. I don't really want all the Seekers in the Titanium line. Yeah. Thundercracker's enough for me. I, I passed on that figure, too. It's a little um, too uh, pudgy for me. Yeah, for a Starscream, for Thundercracker, I'm okay with, but for a Starscream, no. Yeah. But um, I got a hold of the. I found I saw um op, or um RID Prime, so that means we still have the Fallen and Cheetor, and then we have Magnus and Megatron War Within Megatron. Well, the uh, those are already out. Not in the. I haven't seen them. Have well, I you? haven't seen them either, but uh, the Magnus figure. Uh, the Fallen. Mm-hmm. I know those two figures are out. I don't know about the other two you mentioned. Yeah, I you know I don't know because well the Walmart both Walmarts in my area have kind of segregated Transformers, and they've put them in with the clearance aisle stuff, but they're not <laughs> on clearance. Okay. And. The two targets in my area are just devoid of anything Transformers. Uh, they're waiting for the movie. Yeah. And then uh, the one Toys R Us is just slim pickings. They have plenty of the boxed, bigger boxed figures, but they have no titaniums. And they have um, very few pegged Transformers. Ouch. Yeah, it's getting slim, so I better go get those uh, Seekers... <laughs> Before they run out. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I, the uh, Beast Machines uh, Cheetor is also out. Yeah, Beast Machines Cheetor and War Within um, the Fallen. The Fallen. They're and, out, but they Magnus. haven't. I don't yeah. think they've reached the East Coast yet. No. What was the other figure you mentioned? Uh, Magnus and Megatron. Megatron. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, 
but Cosmos. Woohoo! Now, do you think we saw the uh, artwork of that Cosmos figure? I'd be willing to bet it's a it's a simpler version of that. All right, that's what I was going to ask you. I'm, yeah, because that, that looked that looked fantastic. <clears throat> I'm wondering how they're going to do Shockwave. Is he going to come with a that part that goes over his arms, or is he just going to have this piece that slides up? I want to know how they're going to... Who says it's going to be G1 Shockwave? Well, what other Shockwaves have we had? Wasn't the one in Energon called Shockwave? Yes, there was that, but they didn't say Energon Shockwave. And there's never been a figure from the Energon line. Well, if you look at Bumblebee here, it doesn't say G1 Bumblebee, but he's not going to be a a, a Volkswagen. That's true. Maybe it's the movie Bumblebee. That'd be really, really disturbing. (laughs) Uh, But RC. Okay. uh, Yeah, that's true. Is it Energon RC? Is it G1 RC? Yeah, let's hope for G1 RC. We've yeah, already had the motorcycle for... RC. And and which wasn't that great of a figure. We had the BotCon RC, which was actually pretty good. But Yeah. And then there's the Build Your Own RC. Yeah, that was kind of pricey. $300. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. <clears throat> for that much, you could you could buy the BotCon 2007 exclusive set. Fuck you. <laughs> and have a little bit left over if you're already a member. Oh god! <laughs> uh, but more titaniums, uh, bigger selection. Some, Great, something I can pick through. Awesome. But War within Brawl. Uh, I didn't That's... read War within, so I, I don't know what he looks I, like. I mean, I'm looking. I've got the entire War within <laughs> series here on my computer. Anything memorable? I don't even see him. <laughs> I mean, I think I like. There's. One image where I think it's him, and then there's another image where I think it's him. He's, like, way in the background on page three of issue four. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) there are, like, a couple of tanks in there. I don't know which one's which. Well, if he's a tank, I I can pass. We've had enough tanks already. Give me... I I wonder if they could pull off a, a, a... No, they probably couldn't pull off a titanium triple changer. Uh, they probably could. It wouldn't be how, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> you know what I want to see? We've got a War Within. We've got war, Well, who else in the War Within was really cool? We had the War Within Fallen. We've got War Within Jetfire. Give me... I wonder if it's a War Within Bumblebee. Because I really liked the War Within Bumblebee. Uh, there was a, the rumor of the Grimlock, too. Well, that that was announced at last BotCon, wasn't it? Uh, I, I remember. I remember <laughs> I we talked. I remember we talked about it. Yeah. Who other? What other Decepticons were really prevalent in War Within? I don't know. We already got the Thundercracker and Starscream and Mega- the Megatron, Megatron. The Fallen. I don't know. Uh, we've got an Ultra Magnus. We've got we've got a Shockwave coming. I mean, it was his original form. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know who would be a good War Within character after that, because I can't think of any other Decepticons. Trypticon would be cool. For that a six-inch? <laughs> it'd be a little weird, but it'd be cool. Yeah, maybe if they introduced some 12-inch titanium figures. Do you know how heavy those things would be? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know, that would be nice. I $40 oh price point? Thirty dollars. Uh, thirty. Point? I would do thirty. Maybe we could get a War Within combiner. Ooh. That's just scaring me now that I think about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It'd be way too heavy. There'd be no articulation whatsoever. And yeah, poke thud. <laughs> It'd fall and put a hole in your floor. And yeah, it would be just like the original Gobot combiners. <laughs> This isn't the Renegade Sideshow. No, not anymore. <laughs> All right, so we're done with the news? Yeah, we're done with the news for right now. Um, there was one other thing I wanted to quickly talk about. Okay. Just the plushies. The plushies. We finally have pictures of the plushies. And you were right, they're popples. 
Not that anything's wrong with that, but I was not expecting that. <laughs> so Hasbro is bringing back the Popples. In Transformer form. Yes. The Popples oh. movie is, is set for 2009, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> According to Yam Man. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Yam Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like the look of them. I think they're cute. I'll get them. How much are these things? I don't remember. I think well, they're like 15. That's what maybe, I was thinking. 12, yeah. 10 or 15. Yeah. I am just astounded at the amount of merchandise for the movie. Well, I'm it's not. just. <laughs> I mean, I was expecting quite a bit of merchandise. I wasn't expecting this much, though. Like, USB thumb drives. I did see you posted that in the forums. Yes. <laughs> you, a Decepticon symbol and an Autobot symbol USB thumb drives. I don't even use the thumb drive anymore. <laughs> I use I use one routinely at work, but it's a four gig thumb drive. Yeah. And I have an eight gig thumb drive as well. If I need to, if I need to use one, I usually have my iPod, my iPod with me, and just use that. So. Oh yeah, or you could use that. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out. Just the merchandising is getting a little crazy. Oh, you haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) I know. I know. We're still how many days away? Um, enough. We're enough days away. Uh, yeah. I think we're at 90 now. Today's the 5th. Meh. A bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few months. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what we've got coming up next, we've got Jake Man with our UK news. Go Jake Man. Go Jake, Go, Jake, Jake Man. Man. <laughs> Go Jake Man. Thank you, Soundwave. Now on to the UK news, and this week I got some big news. The UK is getting some exclusive, only to the UK, Transformer movie merchandise. Um, This information comes from the UK-based website Transformers at the Moon, and uh, what we're basically getting is uh, from the uh, gadget and novelty company, Thumbs Up. They are producing a line of Transformer t-shirts that light up. And also, uh, USB gadgets and a wheelie glider shoe wheel attachment. So I don't know if these are for, like, the Heelys, you know, the little shoes that have the wheels in. First time I saw one of those, I thought it was going mad because the kid was floating across the floor. Anyway, over on our forums, uh, Spader has a picture of a USB gadget. Now, this may be the USB gadget that's only for the UK, or... Maybe they're producing a different line of USB gadgets, but anyway... Um, also, uh, the UK game card company Top Trumps are producing a line of Transformer the Movie Top Trumps packs. Uh, they'll be going for free 99 and should be released around July. On to play.com, uh, last week I didn't see this figure, but, um, Revotech 6-inch Megatron is available on pre-order for 17.99. Next, we've got the Grimlock bust for 34.99. Next, we have the Bumblebee bust for 34.99 again, and we also have um, the Movie Communicator Talking Keychain for 7.99. That's on pre-order as well. And for everyone, minicons, minicons, minicons. We got about. Five or six packs of minicons on play.com from the classic line for six ninety nine. And I hope you enjoyed the UK news. Um, Soundwave, didn't you enjoy it? Um, I'm afraid, Soundwave, uh, you're not getting paid. Um, we don't make any money from this. Hey, who are you calling inferior? No one would follow an uncharismatic boar like you. Uh oh. <laughs> okay, see you guys next time if there is a next time. Thank you, Jake Man, for that. Thank you. News. Yes. yes, thank you very much. All right, now moving on to our newest segment of the show, uh, which Spada started uh, two shows ago. Uh, two, three, 
Two shows ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the TF Wire Forum poll discussion. Uh, this question actually came from me. And uh, I asked, how long will you collect Transformers? And of the four possible responses, 73.91%, yes, uh, we get that accurate here on the show. <laughs> uh, they said, uh, for, the f- for the foreseeable future, 17.39% uh, said, uh, probably only for a few more lines. 8.7% said, after the movie, I'm done. And nobody chose the final response, I stopped a long time ago. <laughs> yes, and um, I'm not sure how we have a 91% of a human, but uh, or a, I'm pretty sure that a seven-tenths of a human does not exist. Well, maybe, but uh, okay, I'm just going to leave that one go. Just leave yeah. <laughs> uh, now, we also have a few responses from some people here on the forums. Uh, Master Prime said, and I quote, I'm hoping to have a really big collection, so yeah, it's going to be uh, a, for- a foreseeable future. Uh, Cole said, I'm going to keep collecting... I'm going to keep on collecting Transformers until they stop making them. Even then, I'll hunt down older ones on eBay. And Halfen said, after the movie, I can't see myself having the need to buy more than a few from any future lines. Uh, plus, the ladies who give me my special massages are raising their prices. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, nice Halfen. Good one. <laughs> uh, now, I pose this question... Uh, because after the movie, I'm thinking that I'm going to be done collecting Transformers. Really? Yeah. It's taking way too much of my money. Uh, I have way too many figures as it is. It's getting hard to store them. I'm just kind of getting burnt out on Transformers. I have the infinite hole that is my parents' basement. <laughs> um. actually, I actually built a room in my grandparents' basement. <laughs> Just for the well, yeah. Oh, after I, Lord, get... I just realized my grandmother's basement is open. Yeah, oh, and she's like ten minutes away. Yeah, I am such a such a bastard. But currently, I think I have like sixteen tubs stored in that room of Transformers, and that's Only? yeah, and that's not everything that I have. So yeah, it. Wait, how many tubs you got? Um. I have eight. What, what tubs. comes after forty-five? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a multiple of three times twelve. <laughs> um, no, it, I have I have a lot. I really do. Um, they're not so much in tubs as they are in uh, nice cheap boxes. The largest boxes I could buy at Stables. You know what the problem with boxes are. If, if they're in the basement, if water or the basement uh, floods, you're going to be fucked. Um, it can't flood. They're at the top of a hill. And they're not, and it's nowhere near water. There's indoor plumbing, correct? Yes, there is indoor plumbing. Well. But it's, it, it's weird. It's, it's kind <laughs> of a two-tiered basement sitting on top of a foundation. Okay. Plumbing's on the bottom tier. My stuff's on the top tier. Okay. Well, in theory, the basement could flood up to the second tier. I don't care as long as the figures <laughs> are safe. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do is once I get a hold, once I get a house, and then I'm just going to stop. I'm going to get I'm going to put everything on display and just throw the boxes out. All the boxes. Pretty much all the boxes. Cuz there's no point Okay. You don't have keeping. any that are sealed in the box, right? No, no, none are <laughs> none are sealed in the box except for like two. Oh, but there's no point in keeping the boxes. There's just no point. So why hold on to the boxes when they're just taking up so much more room? Well, do you do you keep the boxes for every figure? I used to. Now, see, the only thing I'm keeping them for are the uh, alternators that I have. And uh, the classic figures. Other than that, the only boxes that I have are the figures that are still in the boxes. Yeah, and you see, I have, up until Cybertron, I have all the boxes for every figure. <laughs> from Beast Wars at the Transmetal 2 Fusor stage on up. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I forgot, I do have a few of the uh, Car Robot. Uh, boxes as well. Well, I'm going to keep the boxes of the figures that are from Japan. Yeah. 
I'll keep those, because those are really good boxes. Oh, I agree. They don't skimp. Well, the the boxes are nice, but on those Kairobot figures, the interior plastic trays were kind of cheap. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, those were flimsy, but the boxes themselves are really nice. Oh, yeah. Much better than the R.I.D. boxes. But I'm going to... I will keep collecting and getting figures as for long as I can. (laughs) I mean, when it becomes fun... When it gets to the point where I have to choose... Transformers, or if I ever have to get to the point where it's Transformers or eating. <laughs> um, He's going to eat Optimus Prime, people. Yeah. <laughs> mm, tastes like chicken. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> no, but... um. You can just open your own toy store at that point and make yeah. some money. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Alright. But I... I love Hoffman's response. <laughs> that is perfect. I want to know the place of this that gives out the special massages. Um, I'd rather not know. <laughs> I'm just going to take his response and leave it at that. Let us know in the forums, Hoffman. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> or or have a nice discussion at the round table, on episode five oh, of the round table. better idea. Much better. <laughs> in fact, I'm going to try and get on the next round table. I'm going to bring this up. Yes. <laughs> First topic. So, Hoffman, where do you get the massages? Yes. Do they have happy endings? Well, it wouldn't be a special massage if they didn't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, so moving on to listener questions? We are moving to listener questions. All right. This one comes from Opticron Primal. Do you think the city box... Uh, city blocks? What the fuck did city I say? City box? <laughs> you got me thinking about boxes now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was that special special massage. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you think the city bots, aka Metroplex, Trypticon, etc., are as popular as other G1 characters? Well, you know, Metroplex and Fortress Maximus—they are blocks technically. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's funny. In the show, they were never developed. I mean, Fortress Maximus and Scorponok don't even have their own personalities. Right. They're just... Scorponok was just um, the Hive's city built by Zarak. Yep. And Fortress Maximus was just a big robot that's kind of... Well, kind of a combination between Spike and Cerebros. Yep. In the comics, they had very fleshed-out personalities. I don't know. I'm going to um, say, just based on the cartoon alone, uh, no. Yeah. Since they showed up so late in the series. And so little. Yeah. I mean, the only characters that I really remember from the cartoon series are those are the core characters from like the first season. Mm-hmm. Maybe some uh, that became part of the core group in the second season, but other than that... I remember Metroplex... But vaguely. He had very few lines. The only thing I remember was in Return of Optimus Prime, Episode 1, Rodimus said, I'm sorry, Metroplex, but I've got to shut you down. (laughs) And Metroplex went, I understand, Rodimus. (laughs) Well, Rodimus just didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, Rodimus probably hit the frag everything (laughs) button and didn't know it. Anyway. Um... I think they're more popular simply because they were really big frickin' robots that turned into little cities. Yeah. But other than that, not really. I don't think yeah. they're that popular. Yeah. Now, I have to admit, Trypticon in the War Within comics was very badass. I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> he was. Okay. Uh... I think they're just sought after, uh, toy-wise, mm-hmm. uh, just because they're uh, much bigger than the figures we were used to. Yep. The typical figure. But are they as popular as other? I don't think so. No, I, I would tend to agree. Yeah. Simply because they were not fleshed out at all. Yep. They were just, here we are! Now pick us up on the toy shelf. Here we are! We're huge! We're $50 each! <laughs> Unless I'm Fortress Maximus, then I'm 100 Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. 
Alright, question two. Question two. This comes from Rick Hogg. Hogg. Okay. Which Transformer is hardest to transform? Wow. Hmm. You know, I seem to recall having a bunch of difficulty with uh, Transmetal 2 Megatron for some reason. He was not that difficult for me. Oh, well, maybe it's because I didn't have the instructions, but... <laughs> that would be why. <laughs> um... I mean, I at least like the instructions to work through it once if it's like a difficult yeah. figure, but... I I really... More recently, I've really got to go with some of the alternators. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> Specifically Grimlock. I knew you were going to say that. And it wasn't his feet. It was his arms getting up under the vehicle. Simply because it wasn't... The instructions were bad to begin with. And it just wasn't very intuitive. And still, I have trouble with it. Because you have to... If you don't rotate something precisely, it's just going to get all fucked up. The problem I had with that figure was that pieces kept popping off. Oh, there's that too. <laughs> oh, so it's not just my figure? No. Okay. Um, another very difficult one is... It, once you get it down... It's pretty easy, but the first time Masterpiece Starscream was a bitch. <laughs> and if it, you watch my videos, it took me seven minutes to transform yeah. the thing. <laughs> That's why it's broke up into three parts. <laughs> I, I believe the one part of your video was just the transformation itself. Yeah, it was. The <laughs> uh, part two was the transformation. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to say G1 Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, not really. Now, let's think back to the G1. The original Megatron was pretty tough for a little kid. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, it was not easy for a little kid. But yeah. other than that, in G1... G1 wasn't really all that difficult. No. I mean, the uh, figures were pretty much blocky anyways, so... I'm just... I'm trying to think if there was any one that I actually had trouble with. I know I mean, that I, any of the figures are... I own. I didn't have any problem with that. Yeah, none of the figures I owned, I ever, I really had any trouble with. Um, I can't think of anything for G one. Beast Wars. Uh, some of that stuff was tough, but not nothing obtuse. I mean, nothing <laughs> that wouldn't be impossible. And there's Beast Machines. Some of the Viacons were tough. The uh, first time. I didn't own Rat Trap. Either, so. Mega Rat Trap was a... Oh, it was, that was an annoying transformation. Now that looked like it would be pretty easy. You split the figure open from the spine. Ah. You grab its back and you split it open completely. Then all the rat parts fold in and all the robot parts fold out. <laughs> Getting it back from bot to rat was difficult. Well, the engineering was nice. Yeah, but it was annoying. <laughs> um, Battle Unicorn was a tough transformation. That thing was that thing was a pain. Mm, I didn't really have any problems with the Beast Machine figures, though I didn't buy that many. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think I have maybe five. Um. After Beast Machines, I, oh god, Speedbreaker from or um, Sideburn from R.I.D. That was figure origami. On a see, I thought that was that wasn't all that difficult. I always had trouble with him. Now the first time through, yeah, I can see it being difficult, but after that, I I didn't have any problems with it. Um, Gigatron or Megatron from R.I.D. was oh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Not difficult, just the limbs went everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Bruticus was an annoying figure. Bruticus. The R. Cerberus. Uh, Never appeared in the show. Uh, yeah, I got that one in the in the on the card still. So <laughs> don't take it out. It's not a yeah, good figure. I, I'm, I'm not. 
Then after RID, we had Armada, right? Uh, yes. The mm. Minicons were a bitch. Damn you, Minicon! Some of them were. Some of <laughs> them were. I was joking. Well, some of them, like, you turn them and they just fall apart. Well, that's because they were pieces of shit. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> but other... I can't think of anyone in Beast Machines that was terribly difficult. You mean Armada? Yeah, that. <laughs> or Armada. Uh, Transforming uh, Prime's trailer could be a bitch sometimes. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, fire. Fire has her. Fire. Fire. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's any that have been... Yeah, it, and, and then there have been plenty of pains in the asses. Yeah. Um, I, But I have to go with some alternator figures as the hardest to transform. Yep. Because they're... You have to be precise. Yep. And you have to get everything in just such a way, and if it's not, things are going to pop and be all funky and... Well, if if we're going to say alternators, besides Grimlock, which one is the hardest? Uh, Wheeljack? <laughs> besides the Ford <laughs> Mustang? Uh, I don't know, because I think the transformations were all pretty similar. Weren't they? Eh. There was I mean, the... I mean, aside from Hound... Hound was not too hard. No, it wasn't hard, but his transformation was a little bit different. Skids was a pain in the butt. <sighs> the top part. That was annoying. Yeah. No, you know who was the most annoying? Alternator's Prime. Uh, that thing the... was annoying. Now, I've got that figure, but it's still in the box, so... Honestly, I had a, I have had an easier time with Mirage than I did with Prime. I still, still haven't purchased that figure. It, it's worth a buy. It really is. Yeah. I, I really recommend that figure. I've seen it a few times in the stores. I've passed on each time. <laughs> but uh, other than hardest to transform... I don't want to say hardest, but it's more of a which is a bigger pain in the ass to transform. Not so much hard. Are you posing the question to me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, didn't we just go over this? Maybe. Am I repeating myself? You are. You'll have to rewind the podcast and listen to the last. Yeah. <laughs> Eight minutes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> However long this has been. Anyway. All right. I think we answered that listener question. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe. Think, uh, I think I um kind of raped it. Or we just rambled on. I'm not sure which. <laughs> yeah, one of the, one or the other. But, um, yeah, so I just want to give uh, one be- piece of non-Transformer news. For all of you fans of Red vs. Blue, the Blood Cult Chronicles are coming to an end. Uh-oh. Yeah. They are currently at episode 93. <laughs> at episode 90, at episode 100, they are ending the Blood Glo- the Blood Gulch Chronicles. Yeah, isn't that 100 episodes enough? Yeah, but they're only like 4-minute, 5-minute episodes. Yeah, but that's like 400, 500 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um Hey, it's uh going to be 5 DVDs worth. So, yeah, I <laughs> uh, gotta give a gotta give a shout out to the folks at Red vs. Blue. They've done a fantastic job thus far. Got a few more, maybe another month and a half, two months in them. Yep. For that series, but they said they're only ending the Blood Gulch Chronicles. It didn't say they're ending the whole Red vs. Blue. Ah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I think we're done. You don't have anything else to add? I have nothing else to add. I have added way too much. I think I talked <laughs> way, way too much. All right. This show is pretty long. Uh, we should have made up for the last couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, I, I think we did. <laughs> All right. So this is Matrix Primes signing off. And this is Spada saying good night, everybody.
pronounce his name? Shia Shia Labouf Labouf? I always thought it was Shia Labouf, but... Shia Labouf? 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 I don't know. Labouf? Labouf? Hold on. Labouf. Sweetie, can you come here? <laughs> I am stupid. I cannot pronounce something. How the hell do you pronounce that? The buff, the buff, the buff, Sheila buff, Sheila buff. It's Americanized French, and that's just how the actor says it, or well, all the entertainment stuff about the actor. Sheila buff. Sheila buff. And shave the buff. And the woman has spoken. Yes. Good night, everybody. Good night.